You know, I was thinking we should do like the Rogan countdown. <laughs> we can't steal everything from Rogan <laughs> for this podcast, bro. We stole Jamie and why not that? literally everything. But the countdown, that's from like everybody does a countdown, right? I don't know. Oh, well. Whatever. Season, I guess we just abruptly started talking. We need season, to introduce ourselves. Uh, I checked to see what episode we're on. Season two, episode five. Episode five. We've made it. Yep. Welcome. I feel like there should be like a Bon Jovi break. We're halfway there. What are we halfway to? I don't know. <laughs> the end of season two? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> How long of, does season two The go? end of our podcast careers? I don't know. <laughs> After this opening, probably. I'm pretty sure we're way past halfway, bro. Yeah. We've already passed the end of our career. Yeah, we peaked. We're the only ones that think we're still doing something. Yeah. Anyway, so. um, here we are. Episode five. We have uh, we've turned a corner, I think. Have we? I don't know. It just sounded right. Oh. I was just giving you a second to take a sip from your Diet Coke. Uh, yep, no sugar. I'm getting back on the grind. On it. Uh, I am officially on a diet since I've made it two weeks, according to your standard of... You got to make it diet, two weeks, man. You I've can't made it be two like, weeks. Can't be like one day in, like, nah, bro. On a diet. Carnivore, man. I've heard I good stole things. that from Rogan, too. I mean, geez. <laughs> Let's yeah. just go ahead and file the lawsuit papers now for yeah, him. Might as well. Um, so I've been cooking a lot. Yeah? Yeah, like almost every meal. Nice. So, you almost have to when you're doing carnivore. Yeah. It's hard to just roll up to Taco Bell. and. Oh, I would never roll up to Taco Bell to begin <laughs> with. But, yeah. Um, it is... It's awesome because I still get to go eat at barbecue place. So yeah, barbecue that. in general, steaks, barbecue, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can even do burgers. Yeah, no bun. But I can't pull up to Whataburger and be like, "Hey, nah, you got to do the homemade one." Let me get that burger with no bun and no fries. Like, I'm not gonna do that to myself. So as part of the keto, we actually were doing a Salisbury steak. Oh, bro, with no burgers. gravy. No, we actually found a found a gravy that wasn't too bad on the carbs. Like uh, per serving, it was it was still under our daily. It limit. was in a package, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was still, a of package. course, it was. But <laughs> with mushrooms, onions, and doing it up, it was good. Dude, Salisbury steak is like the sleep. We did we put that on our sleeper cuts? I don't think we did, dude. Real talk, it's not technically a steak. I don't no, know I mean it should. We would have argued about this, but. Um, real talk, Salisbury steak was like my favorite day of the cafeteria in like middle school. Yeah. Mine was always nacho grande day. We never did that. Dude, maybe it was just in Freeport, <laughs> Texas because we're 80% Hispanic that's population. Like, I mean, that's all there, of Texas. Nacho grande was the best day. <laughs> nacho. They can't have nacho grande anymore because it's, uh, you know. Ethnically biased. Yeah. Cultural appropriation culturally insensitive that's where i was going but i just i froze up like joe biden <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even think You're of trying a to word. cop a feel already bro bro dude i don't even know what's going on all right um i guess we're done rambling for this intro did for i even intro. push record i don't even know we're already three minutes and 44 seconds deep but i hope you pushed record i did push record okay good um so we're talking about cook-offs this time, right? We are talking about cook-offs today. And are they fun? Are they worth it? Do we do them? Everyone asks me all the time, like, 
because I overshare my life and post all the foods that I cook. Like, hey, man, do you do cook-offs? And typically, no, I don't. I've done a couple, but it's not really something Same for I'm me. Into. I've competed in like two or three cook-offs with other teams that were already in it. It's just so much work and money. Yeah. And it's so much work and money, and you're at the end of the day, you're getting judged by whoever... <laughs> Like who, whoever they who pull up it? off the street. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it depends on the event, right? Like, yeah. if there's like a firefighter's cook off, and maybe yeah. members of the fire, charity cook off, they might I'm know down. what they're doing, you know. I'm, d- I'm totally down to do a charity cook off. Like, all the ones I've uh, done were all to raise money for something, but like, I'm not going to try to go out and like compete to win, like, uh, yeah. like a no, cook off like, for yeah, real, like, you know? I'm sure there's like sanctioned cook-offs there are you know and there's like a circuit for it and i was just looking it up the ibca Uh, is the official texas cook-off sanctioners and they uh, write all the rules and all of that stuff but but there's so many cook-offs in so many different places there's charity there's i mean hell i did one i was a judge for one i may have told this story in the podcast before but i was a judge for one like eight years ago before I even really got into cooking too much barbecue, like I was dabbling. I thought I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Looking back on it now, I definitely did not. <laughs> uh, but I was just out there walking around, and one of my friends happened to be there. Like, hey man, you wanna you wanna be a judge for the cook-off? I'm like, uh, okay, sure, whatever. And I sit down, and it's nine other people that just got pulled in off the street, <laughs> and we're judging brisket and chicken yeah. and ribs for these people that probably put their heart and fucking soul into Dude. this stuff just for some jackass kid to be and pulled in and thousands like, of dollars yeah I'm thousands sure. of dollars on the line yeah yeah that's that's the part that really gets me is like i mean you can't just show up with i mean i guess you could and i'm sure people are going to be like oh you don't have to have a good piece of meat to win at a cook-off but you really you really do i'm sorry the quality of the meat i mean you can't you, you can only polish a like, turd so yeah, well. You I know. mean, geez, dude, like you're going to have to spend like a hundred bucks on a brisket probably. And then if you're cooking with wood, I mean, dude, like I'm sure you have a connect on some wood, but you're still having to pay for it or to go me, cut uh, it or do something. I would think the officially sanctioned cook-offs, like you got to have everybody running the same meat. Like you got to provide the meat. Yeah, I for think it they to be do. Fair, you, you still got to pay to like. I mean, you got to probably pay for it, but it, it needs to be provided by a central source. You know. Yeah. I mean, can't give a leg up to the guy that goes out and spends five hundred dollars on a wagyu brisket or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I know the uh, the steak contests do that. Like you roll up and you draw numbers, and then they lay all the steaks out, and depending on what number you're chosen as. That's the order you go in to go choose. Uh, they usually do like two steaks, two ribeyes, and you cook two of them. And Where do you sign up to be a steak judge or judge for a steak cook-off? I think you have to be handpicked by God. I mean, <laughs> I, would, there, I would do a lot of things to get to get the seat at that table, my friend. Dude, like, but, but then you got the backside of that sword, and you're going to have to eat crappy steaks too, like people that don't know what they're doing. That's one of the things when I was doing the judge, the judging, like there was a couple of pieces of chicken. I I opened it and you just would looked not at eat it. it. Like, yeah, nah. I'm not putting that in my mouth. It's not yeah. cooked. all Sorry. The way. Yeah. You're just at the bottom of the list. It's, thankfully, somebody gave me a heads up. 
Yeah. Like, don't just bite into every piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, cut it open first and make sure it's cooked right. Oh, yeah. 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 You don't, you don't want to just go biting into a raw piece of chicken. Yeah. But this was not a professional cook-off. It was, it was a river fest in Freeport. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's a fairly... I mean, people are still event. deep into their pockets for it. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. No, it was, I mean, people you know, trailers, setups. Yeah. yeah. But people competing were spending money. No yeah. No doubt about it. Um, I did the Elks Lodge fajita cook-off a couple of years ago, and I won third place. No big deal. Um, but, I mean, it was cool. It was like, uh, you know, they're raising money for the Elks Lodge, and they do a lot of stuff for kids and stuff. So it was cool. I mean, I wasn't going in there trying to, like, flex on people and like get a trophy and everything you know just doing it for the good cause and to go have a good time and hang out with some buddies and whatnot and it was uh they did the they called it the robert molner challenge who uh robert molner is the guy that started country pride here in ocampo oh okay know that um and he passed away a while back but they did it was like uh what is it like top chef or or chopped or whatever where they give you like a mystery basket and then you got to pull something off. And so that was Sounds cool. interesting. Yeah. So ours was like like a can of tamales, and, which I didn't even know they came in a can, but they do. At H-E-B they do. Yeah. yeah. And um, I can't remember. Some other stuff. And I don't even remember what we made, but it was terrible. It was not good at all. We were definitely not even on the paper. <laughs> for competitors for that but then they had like margarita contest and uh salsa contest and it was pretty cool man just a bunch of different you know fajita based i love things. attending cook-offs oh yeah don't get me wrong i just i don't know that i'll ever be in the situation to just put out the money to compete in cook-offs yeah. unless you know the podcast blows up and we have to run a cook-off team sponsored i mean whatever yeah, yeah hashtag spawns yeah that's that's the new thing is that spawns. really hashtag yeah. spawns? Spawns, Because yeah. you have to uh, let Instagram know that your content is sponsored. That way they knock you down in the algorithm because they don't want you making money without them making money. Every day something else just <laughs> chips away at Millennials, my, bro. <laughs> yeah, chips away at my life. Of yeah, but don't worry, dude. We're, we're all about to just cash out from the coronavirus anyway. Yeah, yeah. Little did you know. <laughs> this episode probably isn't even going to make it to the air because, you know, Corona. Yeah. It's all like the whole Internet's going to shut down. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't canceled us for, you know, safety. Yeah. <laughs> all podcasts are canceled due to coronavirus. <laughs> Please stay at home, even if you're recording a podcast. Oh, my gosh. Did we sanitize these microphones? They're like right up against We're the house. only ones that use them, so that's true. We if we infected anybody, it was ourselves. Yeah. Um my show at South by Southwest is officially not canceled. What? Yeah. There, none of the shows that I've heard are canceled. Like only the people have paid money, the venues are bro. Like, put out stuff they're like saying fuck the city on that yeah i, I mean i already paid for this band the motherfuckers are coming they're whatever playing. I don't the care city's doing like probably uh i think they have something like, like zilker or something i'm sure that thing is canceled but if your show is in a bar that show is gonna happen i'm 99 percent certain yeah. yeah ours are all happening every person that i know that has a show like coke fm's doing a big showcase there at the blind pig that they do every year and 
Uh, my show is at Patsy's Cafe on the 21st. Nice. So we're still doing that. We ain't scared, bro. Yeah, it's so dumb. I mean, I mean, if you extrapolate the percentage out of the entire human population, then yeah, a lot of people are gonna get get murked on it. But I'm just saying, like, if you are trying to stock up on hand sanitizer and like freaking out about all of that, but you're still buying cigarettes and alcohol yeah. and eating sugar, dude, what's up with everybody buying out the toilet paper? I don't because they're idiots. I don't get it. You need to stock up on condoms and <laughs> not reproduce. That's true. <sighs> Sterilize. Anyway, <laughs> let's. That didn't take us long at all. Yeah, that did not take us long. We at went all. from <laughs> from cook-offs to condoms, Jeez, dude. I'm gonna put that in the live notes. <laughs> we, <laughs> dude, we need to have a shirt that says that from cook-offs <laughs> to condoms. Yeah, that's the tangent. Just how how it happens. Yeah. Um, so. One of the cool cook-offs that happens around here is the Heating It Up for Hospice cook-off, which uh, I like to go to, and I've played at them a couple of times, and it's just raising money for hospice. You know, they they do a lot of good stuff for folks when they need it, and uh, it's always a good time. It used to be like two days. Now I think it's just one day, but I've had me some good times, and it's always cool because you just walk around and like... I think I went once two or three years ago and had a good time. People are so friendly and like... Walk by like, hey man, come grab a rib or that's one of the best causes or, too. I mean, hospice is definitely yeah, man, definitely a great cause. Yeah, the Wharton County Youth Fair cook off. I'm pretty sure nine out of ten years throughout the history of it, it's raining. Oh yeah, because it's in what late April. Or <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty much always raining, whatever month it is. I think it's been moved around a little bit, but yeah, that's that's probably the biggest dampener of a cook-off yeah shitty weather Weather. it sucks yeah i got a a buddy of mine i'm gonna we're gonna go check out his cook-off one time they do a cook-off in pasadena okay it's highly hispanic of course uh shout out to abraham i don't know that he's listening but he is i met him randomly (laughs) at a place and he we got to talking about the podcast and he's cooking meet him at the waffle house at 4 a.m no no, I didn't. I'm not getting into that story. I th- I think that's it was, a story for our Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah, that's a story for the Patreon exclusive. No, but uh, it was at a party. It was mutual friend's house kind of thing. But anyway, he uh, he's part of a cook-off team out of Pasadena, and they put off put on a cook-off every two or three months. So we're going to check that out next time they have nice. that going on. Is it like a different theme every year or every quarter or whatever like seafood one and then barbecue on one and then i don't know how much whatever. they get into the seafood i think it's I'll i have mean to, down in stinkadina i would imagine maybe i don't know who knows uh, i've only seen one of the flyers so yeah. i guess we'll see next time around yeah um i did beans and chili in a cook-off recently by recently i mean in the last five that's years. the one that i did the seafood with. yeah yeah that was I a, got robbed. On I, don't that. I don't even know what that. It was a charity one though. I don't remember what it was. It was the Knights of Columbus, I think. I know it was at the the KC Hall. Yeah. Um, but I think it was Knights of Columbus. Maybe your seafood was too seafoody. I think maybe that, they weren't ready for that island food, bro. I think that I got uncultured swine. And <laughs> my dish was way too high level for them. <laughs> They were expecting fried catfish. What did you make? 
I made bouillabaisse, which is a Mediterranean seafood stew. Uh-huh. And it had a little bit of everything. I oh, put yeah. lobster, oyster, crawfish. Like $400. Snapper. It was a lot of money that we put into that <laughs> fucking stew just to get robbed. It was quite delicious, too. Oh. I'm still salty about that Clearly one. Clearly saltier than the brine brackish waters. Yeah, I, seriously, I think, I think like a, it was like a fried catfish or some nonsense is what won that year. Oh. That was, that's why I was... That's why I was more pissed. I would have been, I'd have been cool if uh, it had been something, yeah, other than just some down home country fucking. No, <laughs> did not do a better dish than bro, me, sir. Let it out. Let it, <laughs> tell us how you feel, bro. Just let it out. Get it all. Yeah. This has been honestly. This thing was in like 2017 or 16. Yeah, it was like three or four years ago. Just, at least he's been holding it in, <laughs> holding it, in. just building pressure, just waiting to explode. <laughs> no, I was quite vocal about it that that day yeah yeah i think we did okay on our brisket i don't remember i think everybody else got top three yeah i think you got top three beans yeah yeah lee got top three in his fajitas something i want to say mike won chicken maybe probably i don't yeah lee or mike won somebody won out of our crew something there was a lot of teams yeah it was a lot of teams there it was a good time um, Wharton, I mean, not Wharton, uh, Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Cookoff. World Championship Cookoff. Sorry. Man, I've, I've only been twice because I don't ever know anybody with tickets and everybody thinks I know, or thinks I have tickets and <laughs> I don't know anybody with tickets, but you got to have a ticket just to go. To you can the, get to into the, the grounds. You can get into the grounds, but you yeah. can't go into a booth without yeah. a ticket. Yeah. Which I don't know. That kind of takes away from the whole experience for me. There are some booths that are like open to the public now, but yeah, most for the most part they're all private, which is strange. But I guess if you're the one paying for all the shit, you don't want yeah, a bunch of yeah, randos bunch bothering of randos you the whole time. Coming in there, it's like a hundred thousand people that go to this thing. Yeah, three nights: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the weekend before the rodeo starts. What's the purse on that? Like, like the brisket Dude, grand no. prize. Man, we should know. I mean, we should have researched that. We clearly are unprepared. Yeah. Thanks for asking questions. You know we don't have the answers to. Well, I <laughs> I will expose myself. Jamie, okay. look that up. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I haven't been in a couple of years. Uh, the last time I went, I played at it, which is, I mean, it's a great experience, but it's a logistical nightmare. Everything else is amazing. You know, I mean, you get to be surrounded by smoke. Check. I'm about it. Um, hopefully your booth has a good team that's cooking. So that yeah. was good. Ours was really great. That's an open tournament, right? It's not It's not like a qualified Oh, no, tournament. no. You have to qualify to go. You do have to qualify? Uh-huh. Your team has to qualify? Yeah, so the way it works is like there's all of these most of them are like corporate and whatever, and they just hire a team to come and cook in their tent. That's what's wrong with America right there. <laughs> well, the, the teams have to qualify, but like, yeah, to compete, you have to be, and it's like an invitational thing. I can just see a bunch of yuppie-ass CEOs walking around, look at how badass our barbecue is. Oh, yeah, bro. We just hired this crew, bro. Get out of here. Well, they everybody knows. That. I mean, like, they got their banners and stuff hanging they ain't like they're not trying to like front and be like oh we cooked this no it's like that they're like honored to have that team like it's a thing like ah. oh we're bringing in 
such and such cookers from wherever to cook in our tent this year. I wonder if the meat church guys were they in did the mix for that. They were. Uh, I forgot. I, I my buddy was telling me about what place they had gotten on their ribs and stuff, but yeah, they're about it. Old Matt Pittman was down there, who was uh, last season's whatever segment we called that we got rid of. What was it called? Meat Eater of the Month. Meat Eater of the Month. Man, we really set the bar high trying to have different things all the time. That was yeah. Things we, we learned. Things all we learned. in the learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> One day when we got. It's not that we got lazy. It's just. Uh, life. Life. Why is just my phone life. Why is Spam Risk calling me right now? The only phone calls I get are from people I don't even know. Um, yeah, but the reason that I don't care for that cook-off too much is just because there's 100,000 drunk idiots <laughs> trying to leave that place and get in and out of there, and I'm just not about that. Yeah. Because they all, they all have the golden ticket of all you can drink for free because the – they don't sell alcohol in any of the booths because you can't. So it's loaded any, down. Any booth you go into is an open bar. And so they're just getting as drunk as humanly possible. Like I, if I were to go, I would want to set it up where I got a hotel and just Uber back and forth. And, but bitch. the Uber is a nightmare too. Like, yeah. yeah. Or take the tram. Yeah. That thing can be pretty handy. Yeah. Just, the year we played, I saw two people get ran over. So By the train? No, trying to cross 610. Oh Lord! Trying to cross like the feeders or like Not running across traffic the freeway. Rules. Yeah, I mean they were walking. <laughs> yeah, jaywalking. So I mean, whatever. Now, the way to do it, if you go to the rodeo, is to park either further in downtown or further out and hop on the fucking train and ride the train down to wherever you parked. Yeah, and then go or your hotel. There's a ton of hotels. That are right off the train tracks. Yeah, about a thousand dollars a night. Nah. During rodeo. Maybe during the rodeo. But that's yeah. the way to do it. I mean, <coughs> driving sure. and parking and or Ubering back and forth out of there, it's yeah, it's a logistical nightmare. Yeah. The the only cool thing that you can do there without having a, a wristband to get into a, a booth is their actual concert that they have out there. And that's always cool. Like Oh yeah? Yeah. Um I think this year they had like Craiger. And Kevin Fowler was there. My buddy John Stork performed. Uh, you know, Hootie play? Cool folks. Uh, I did not see Hootie on the bill, no. But <laughs> I'm not sure. He might have. Yeah. He would have been all over it if he was. Bro, I would have been all about it. <laughs> it would have been like 1999 up again. <laughs> anyway. But as far as other cook-offs, I... I'm trying to think of other other styles of cook-off. I bet they do something different up in the Northeast. They always do something different up there. Yeah. Like, I don't envision a Texas-style barbecue cook-off no. going down in, like, New Jersey. Definitely not. I'm curious to that. Like, what does the, the upper Northeast do? Probably, like, pasta dishes and stuff. <laughs> A pasta cook-off. Pasta. I would be all about that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm a mob-sponsored pasta Everything's mob-sponsored, but yeah, dude. Yeah, like deep Italian mob-sponsored yes. pasta cook-off. Bro. Sign me up. Sicilians everywhere. 
where they just, have to slice the garlic just the right. It's got to be thin. It's got to be thin. Yeah, they don't mess around, bro. <laughs> Speaking of bo- the mob running stuff, McMillions, bro. I watched the final episode last night. Blew my mind. That shit is crazy. For those of you not in the loop on McMillions, it's on Netflix or Hulu. HBO. On, HBO. Yeah. So it's on it's on Hulu, and um, basically the entire span of McDonald's monopoly game was fixed by the mob. Well, from 1987 to 2001 was yeah. fixed, and it it actually wasn't the mob that started it. That's true. It's just some guy. And how he did it was so, like, simple. It was the most low-tech way. Nothing. And it was by chance. He wouldn't have been able to do it if he never got the stickers. Yeah. So there was a guy that worked for the security company of the marketing company. Simon Marketing. That was hired by McDonald's to run this promotion of the Monopoly game. And he was able to steal pieces and then give them to all of his family and friends and or every, sell like, them to the he mob. Was selling them, yeah, <laughs> selling them for like half of the money or whatever. So like a million dollars, they were selling for you know. Whatever, uh, it was like a hundred thousand dollars up front. Yeah, I think it was for the million dollar ticket because a million dollar ticket it's amortized. Right? Yeah, so each one get, had yeah. different stipulations though. Like each deal they made. Yeah, like the one lady mortgaged her house to buy the ticket and then had to give fifty percent, but. She had to pay the taxes out of what was left from giving fifty percent off the top. Yeah. So yeah, she really she got, got a short. She got the short end of the stick there. But anyway, check it out because you know, yeah, food. <laughs> yeah, that one was definitely interesting. And they said that uh, their sales jumped six percent every time they ran that promotion. Yeah. So they were gonna their sales would go up by like a hundred hundred fifty million dollars. So who cares? Yeah, how much right. money they gave away. I mean. You give away two million in prizes to get 150 million in sales. Yeah, take that trade off. Here's a spoiler alert. Uh, hit mute for a second if you're gonna watch it. It doesn't matter. The dude only got three years in prison. Yeah, isn't that three insane? Years in prison, dude. Well, and all they all got was mail fraud. Like, yeah, that was the biggest. That was the crime because to hand somebody a ticket is not a crime. Yeah. It's to defraud it and then further that by mail fraud. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, the part where they're talking about the DA trying to use the McDonald rules yeah. as actual law, <laughs> that was pretty, no, was that was pretty comical. Yeah. I, I thought it was well done. I couldn't believe that, though. Three years, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he single-handedly shut down, what, two businesses? Yeah. It has ruined the thousands printing company of lives. that made the they made the stuff. Yeah, and the, the marketing, marketing company, company and the printing company. Yeah, they so all defaulted. Yeah, how many people lost? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. They're rough. gonna murk him for sure. <laughs> it's amazing if he's still alive. <laughs> he is. How do you double cross the mob like that allegedly, and then cost all those people their jobs? Shitty in the south. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, crazy. Whatever. Also, they probably do uh, crystal meth cooks, cook-offs in like Arkansas and stuff, I bet. Uh, maybe. I, I mean, probably. <laughs> that that sounds like an oaky thing. <laughs> so I don't know if that's do. in Arkansas. That That's probably, if they do a meth cook-off, that's probably an Some Oklahoma thing. East Texas thing. stuff, probably. Yeah, Upper East Texas, Oklahoma, you know. Yeah, whatever. Strange things happen north of that Red River, man. Dude, 
California fish tacos. By the way, shout out to our one Patreon. <laughs> who is from oklahoma city oh man oh dude i took a screenshot (laughs) off of our um anchor i don't know what i'm doing in my life our anchor numbers that we have a listener in wait for it wait for it hang on i'm almost there we have one listener in barrington new hampshire what? So shout out to whomever that is. Whoever is up in the Northeast. I hear I was talking shit about the Northeast. Yeah. Well, we have a listener. Our listener there. in Barrington, maybe they can shed some light on. Yeah, I would what love kind of to know if there's a cook-off circuit going on in the Northeast. I think the only thing that they're cooking in New Hampshire is uh, the election. Oh, probably. Yeah, because you know only like three states' votes actually matter. Yeah. Stupid. Don't get me don't get me started on the election, man. <laughs> Iowa, I, I will go. New Hampshire, Florida. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else you got on cookoffs? We didn't make any notes. We did not. We're better make off the notes. dome. We're way uh, better off the dome. Cookoffs are more fun to attend and participate in. We, we covered I think that. that would be the consensus. Uh, is I would rather go than cook yeah. a cookoff. Uh, any I would rather go and play. So if you have a cookoff and you need a band. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> we might or might not play for brisket. And I'll <laughs> I'll spin fire at the at the cook off site. Yeah. It'll be a joint effort. You get the whole meats and beats package. Yeah. Tony will spin fire while my band plays. And then whatever. We'll we'll like uh we'll cook. Yeah. Like one one we'll cook like one meal. I mean I don't want to cook like everything. Yeah, if we're performing in yeah. Showing up. I'll cook the beans because yeah. I can do that in just like a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stand I'll stand so, by and point. T- Tony will make his uh seafood boulia bays that no, no one else will like. That's just a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> but you, he's gonna have to use your credit card to buy all the food. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you spent like three hundred dollars to cook that. I'm pretty sure I did too. <laughs> it was a lot of a lot of a lot. And all it was of it. Amazing. Everybody that likes seafood had it said it was amazing yeah you wouldn't know because you don't eat seafood much it's true so mm. i mean maybe i will know that i'm carnivore maybe yeah we have to test that theory um it's not that bad you should try it if you're if you i mean unless you really want to eat avocados all day on your keto hey bacon wrapped avocados are pretty delicious yeah. don't how does that it. even stay together oh uh, toothpicks in the air fryer oh uh, <laughs> It works. I saw somebody on Facebook said that they had gotten an air fryer and they wanted some recipes. I was going to tag you in it, but then I forgot. Oh, I don't really make a lot of grandiose recipes. I just, I use it for all the basic shit that takes a lot of time on the stove. Yeah. Bacon, sausage, reheating anything. Boom. Hot dogs. It's great for warming up hot dogs. Okay. Yeah, I I got some of those uh, Nathan's. You know, the big, oh, yeah, giant Nathan's hot dogs. Throw them in the air fryer. Quite delicious. Okay. Pro tip. We should do something about the the Nathan's hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July. Or is it Memorial Day or 4th of July? I think, I think it's 4th, 4th of, of July. July. Yeah. We should just road trip that. Karen, uh, go ahead and schedule that for Where us. Where is that at? New Jersey. Oh. Right? It's on the Jersey well, Shore, right? How far is that from or, New no, Hampshire? Or no, Coney Island. 
What? How far is that from New Hampshire? I mean, probably like from here to Wharton. And we can go visit our one listener. <laughs> yeah. well, if you're our listener in New Hampshire, <laughs> message us and we're going to come and cook a brisket in their backyard. <laughs> we'll have to haul the wood up there with us. Yeah. Well, Should we probably have to haul the brisket too? Yeah. I, I doubt you can walk they got in there. Kosher briskets up there, right? Like it's different. Is it already salted and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. We're now. making a bunch of you assumptions. You think I know things because I got a food pocket? They don't just let anybody have these. <laughs> yeah. It's not like anybody can get a mic and start recording. Right? Yeah, right? I mean, I borrowed these. I got to return them at some point. Um, let's move on. I think we've exhausted. We've spiraled, rabbit holed. I don't even know if we even talked about cook-offs in our cook-off segment. Just briefly. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> Dude, that Diet Coke life. Got to have it. <laughs> um so today on our music segment we are talking about well hold on hold okay on. hold on did we pause did we talk about the show the last podcast or was that after we talked about the youngins show or we talked about that we were oh, going to no. go to the youngins we show? were i don't even know if we talked about going to the youngins show S- i think we, we definitely did. talked about it okay but so we haven't gave the recap so we need to do that before we get in the tony album. needs to do a recap and um, I think so. AJ wasn't lying about the hype. Man. Uh, let me let me set this. I'm sorry. I was reading a text message before I got distracted. <laughs> I was looking at the time and then I saw a text. Um, so I'd been telling Tony about this band called the Youngins for a while, and I think he was just like busy all the time and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna check it out." Tony does this to me all the time. He tells me about shows and stuff, and I check it out occasionally and sometimes i forget things because memory anyway i think he was still a little skeptical of how much i was like blowing them up to him and how amazing i told them they were and then we went to go see them at sunnyside on uh last friday or the friday before last yeah. something like that whatever yeah. or it was a saturday it was actually. a friday i think was it was it a saturday, I think it was a saturday. oh yeah friday i went to go see zach walter band at Okay, dude, this has been two weeks. I forgot we're only doing these every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I had a crazy musical weekend, but go ahead. So, yeah, he's been hyping them up, and I finally was home with nothing to do and able to go. And, yeah, El Campo doesn't deserve that band. Dude. They, uh, they got it. I think we covered We talked about it. They check every box that you want to see in a live performance. You know, they got the, the stage present. The music is badass. You like their original music better than their covers. Yeah, you know, I think I, they only did like I, one I, or two covers. So yeah, but that's always a good thing. For there me. was to me a the music they were making was better than the covers, which is yeah. a huge sign. Uh, I mean, they performed great. It was different. They did shit I've never heard before, which that's definitely a positive you know you can go to watch a band and you're blown away and you can say they did something you never saw before yeah and, uh, especially it's, now man it's something to talk about especially nowadays yeah everybody seems like it's all been said and done right but yeah i've never seen some of the stuff they did and yeah i was highly impressed yeah man y'all should check them out um if I, you I, haven't i yet. need to check out the recorded stuff now that I'm, it sounds exactly the same it does yeah okay they're not like Eve Six back in the day. Well, that they, just like that's a dynamic with music, life. you know. Sometimes, sometimes a band's better live. Sometimes a band's better recorded. Oh yeah, you know, 
it's it's one of those rare occasions when they're just as good live as recorded you know yeah if you're better on your recordings i'm i'm already out yeah like you need to be better live like you still need to like perform your music correctly and then give me the show that's like whoa yeah like when i saw incubus live they're one of the few bands that like no matter how you listen to them live or recorded motherfuckers put on a show yeah you know? i felt like how that's how these guys are going to be one day I yeah mean, man their music is nothing like incubus don't get me wrong but yeah just in the fact that they can do either i think but yeah i don't even know if i could de- like describe the sound of their music you just gotta listen to it yeah I mean, the best i could do would be like the weekend meets 21 pilots meets i don't know it's different yeah it's like it meets the beatles something it's melodic hip-hop I melodic think. hip-hop with some those kind of sad lyrical undertones yeah. that make songs great yeah with man. a badass show to go with it for sure for sure oh so uh my weekend was friday zach walzer band who's awesome from new Braunfels. Uh actually they're from uh west columbia so b county what yeah what <clears throat> boys They've in been west columbia new ducking forever. the border patrol Probably. That's, that's a Paul Wall lyric, <laughs> so you know. Wow. Uh, and then Saturday, we went and saw Youngins. And then Sunday, I went and saw um, Landry and Company at Green Hall. And uh, went to went to just hang out. But uh, they called me up and did a couple songs, so that was cool. Hell, yes. I remember you posting about that. Yeah. That was nice. Good time. The solid I, Sunday. It wasn't a <laughs> solid Sunday for me. I didn't get out of bed till late, <laughs> like three o'clock. Somebody poisoned. T- I think he had some bad fish. Yeah, it Something had happened. to be bad fish. Something happened Saturday night at the bar, and it wasn't an got entire sick. bottle of whiskey. That it was vanished. definitely not. It definitely wasn't that. an Evan Williams bottle <laughs> that got crushed. Yeah, whatever, man. Good times. Saturday night in El Campo. What else are you supposed to do? Exactly. Sunnyside is BYOB for a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our album today is called Evergreen by Zach Wilkerson, um, Texas Texas guy. And uh, people are like bunching him into like Texas country, but man, this album ain't country. It ain't country, man. It's like dirty blues, funky soul gospel. If I had to describe it, it was like a blend between the Eagles and Stevie Ray Vaughan and Hayes Carl. Yeah. Those are the three vibes that I got off of that record. Solid vibes, bro. Yeah, those are the three. So, um, little backstory. This album was produced by super producer Adam J. Oder, uh, who also (laughs) produced uh, uh, Mike and the Moon Pies. Oh, okay. We talked about before. And um, they recorded it at the Yellow Dog Studios in Wimberley, which is where you record, where right? I record also. And yes. so where the Moon Pies record as well. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I mean, I'm, I'm, they're just my friends. <laughs> I'm not making any money if you go record there. So, um, But yeah, man, it's like, it's far out. Overall, I like the record. I like some songs a lot more than others. I like their more bluesy, rocky songs yeah. more than more the... Than, uh, the melodic country, or not really country, more folk, I yeah. guess. Like more some f- Dylan, yeah, kind of vibes. Yeah, I like I like the the blues, the twang, the that that whole 
style. Yeah. And it came out in a few of their songs. I like those the most. Stay uh, was one of my favorites. It's the one that's like piano, real broken down. Um, I think maybe Give Your Heart to Love is yeah. what I'm thinking of. The album, it's like a journey. It's definitely a concept record, I would say. Like, like you can tell these folks are making a record, not like just some songs put together. Like everything was thought out. Like the, it takes you on a journey from the first song to the last song. And you definitely need to listen to it in order and continuously without stopping. Yeah. It's not a, uh, it's not a just listen here and there. One yeah, song. It's, it's, it's you got to like start. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. The whole thing. Like incarnation one is the first song. And Incarnation 2 is the last song. Ah. And it bookends and, you know. I mean, to me, I think their Eagles influence was hugely apparent in that record. Yeah. I don't don't know. There was, I just got a lot of Don Henley vibes in there, man. I got you. For me, it really took off like at uh, Stay, track number six. That's where it like took a turn and then like started really picking it up. Demons, I think, was probably my favorite one. That's the one yeah, that's like really like, dark. It's I got like, like a descending, like really minor-y, whatever, musical I like that term. One quite a bit. I don't know music. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like dark and like, you just got to hear it. It's definitely uh, definitely worth a replay. I'll listen to it again. Yeah, I mean, album art's pretty trippy. Yeah, that was the selling point for me before we even decided on this record. <laughs> yeah, me and Tony were trying to decide what we were going to listen to for this podcast and I uh, saw that he had came out with this album and I sent it to him and he's like, well, I'm in based on the album, album art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were throwing out a bunch of new records and one of them was that Five Finger Death Punch record which I just really want to mention very briefly. It wasn't, wouldn't have been worth reviewing. No. Just any any hard rock fans out there? I I didn't like that one. Oh man, didn't uh, Green Day came up with the record too? You said that you didn't like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it was work. It was worse than Blink One Eighty Two, man. man. Oh, I'm was, glad I didn't listen to it. It was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Hmm. Whatever. Um, Be my Juliet. I really liked that one on here too. Man, um, all of them at like pretty much from track six through track 12 those were all my standouts oh really <laughs> yeah man like like i said it was just like a musical journey like i, I don't wasn't writing down the ones that i liked i was listening to it today as i worked but yeah. I, I, like i said i like the the more rock stuff that they had yeah but i remember the first first song or the second or third song it was the first person i thought of as an influence was was the Hayes Carl sound a little yeah. bit when you uh, kind of seemed like it sounded like them. And then, then as they got to their more melodic stuff, you kind of got the Eagles vibes. Yeah. You know, at least. And then the guitar player definitely had the Stevie kind of sound, Austin sound to him. Yeah, man. Uh, this dude's voice is as so full and like, yeah, it's a man. very Telly's pleasing a good songwriter sounding too. voice. Telly's a really good songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think it was it's just an all-around great album. I definitely am going to say four out of five. Whatever our thing is, Prime, Kobe. I'm going to stick with three out of five. Yeah. I'll listen to it again, but I didn't immediately add anything directly to my playlist. Mm. 
I think it's because you listen to it out of order. Maybe. I don't know. You need to get off Amazon, bro. I like Amazon. They're evil. They are evil. evil. Jeff Bezos. And if they don't even let you listen to the album in order that it was meant to be. I think it is in order. It's just you have to hit it. You have to hit the right button to play it in order. User error. Okay. Yeah. Because Incarnation 2 is the last track. Incarnation 1 is the first track. I'm looking at it. Hmm. Yeah. They even have a, I didn't even notice that one of their songs is Take It Easy. Yeah. That's that's also a name of a very famous Eagles song. Yeah. By the way. So you played yourself, is I what you're myself. saying. Yeah. By hitting the wrong button. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Congratulations, Tony. You well, you know what? Maybe if we had an advanced vinyl copy that was sent to us by the artist because we were an established podcast. Then yeah. we wouldn't have that problem. We would Maybe just one day we'll put re- it down on the table and let it play in the correct order. Yeah. Maybe one day the records we review will be. That's the only clout I want from us. this podcast is to get advanced records. Or <laughs> like the cook off teams yeah. invite us like and, the heavy and hitters. Like a dinner one like a steak dinner once in a while. In a in a well, we've checked that yeah. We've checked well, that. I mean once. we need more though. Yeah. You know, from true. like all the restaurants. <laughs> or the occasional free seasoning sample. Oh, yeah. To review. That would be cool. I'd be all about that. We need to get our P.O. box set up. I think we've talked about that. We really need to actually turn this into a serious thing, maybe, and then mm. start accomplishing some of those. I mean, I thought this already was a serious oh, thing. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> you could say. I don't even know what getting, episode number we're on. We're on episode five, so it's getting kind of serious. <laughs> it's, it's getting kind of serious, man. We're almost at 20 episodes. Wow. This yeah. will be our 17th episode, actually. We're almost at 1,000 followers on Facebook now. Dude, basically famous. Yeah. We're going to be on Blue Check Verified in no time. Hell yeah. I don't even know what it does. I'm Blue Check Verified on Facebook, but I don't know why. Or some, robot. Or, <laughs> yeah. some robot says you're a Dude. real person. So uh, shout out to Lil Dicky on his new TV show, Dave. Yes. <laughs> Is it on TV, TV? It's- it's on FXX, which I think I don't even is, know if it's a channel. It is. It's a channel. Okay. The league used to come on that that channel. There was a line in it, and he is talking about social media, and he's like, "Oh, congratulations on a robot thinking that you're validated or whatever." <laughs> yeah, Con- yeah. Congratulations on being validated by a robot. Yeah, the, the redheaded friend that always just lays yeah. down the fucking truth, but then talks random fairy yeah. shit yeah. dude it's so funny man it's it's hilarious I highly love, recommend i it. love Lil dicky all the way around yeah his political whenever his album insane, comes out we're gonna have to definitely review that one yeah he's gotta it. come out soon with the show dropping he did it i mean he, he got into music he went from youtube to sitcom that was his goal the last the last person to do that that I can think of uh, that John was John LaHoy. Yeah, John LaJoy. He got on the league, which I just happened to also an FXX show. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. His Did his videos are totally different. They weren't yeah. he wasn't talented. He was just no. goofy as fuck. Yeah. yeah. yeah Lil Dicky is like legit talented yeah. writing his, bars. His whole goal was to use rap to get noticed for his comedy and make it to television. And he got it. Congratulations. Yeah. You won the internet. I mean it just he was already collabing with Snoop Dogg and Dude. dropping shit on Sway. It's hilarious. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think we uh, covered just about everything on the I think so. 
on the track for today. Oh, man. Well, that steak we had also after our last podcast was good. Yeah. Greek Brothers continues to do it up. I didn't have a single chip. I had half a basket. I really wanted one. I had (laughs) half a basket of chips. All right. All right. We're out.